They have some Game Pass free passes. Send them to Bobby because it's just not going to happen, guys. I get them and then I have them and I don't really use them. Yeah, but you would because it's the game of the fucking week next week. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Captain Hole in my toe. I've got a giant bandage around my foot. I had an ingrown toenail that I ignored for two weeks, got infected, went down, got it cut out, and now uh, I look like I have a light bulb at the end of my foot. You look like it's like a comical bandage. Like yeah, dude. Someone who doesn't know how to wrap a bandage, wrap she, a bandage around went a you. little hardcore, man. But it was dude, supposed that, to that. It's because I think people, I mean, she knew that, you know, uh, you walk around a lot, like fucking this bandage is going to take a lot of fucking damage so mm. you have to go hardcore well it's on a part of your foot that moves around a lot so yeah. it manages and gotta stay tight yeah did they, did they cut half of your toenail off or just all of it uh half of it off but they yeah. didn't do the i guess there's two versions of it there's the fucking dig out dude when they pulled this thing out and showed it to me it was half the size of a guitar pick that's what was sticking into my meat and moving around every time i took a step dude <laughs> wow. i couldn't believe the size of it i honestly thought it was like sub one centimeter like i thought it was a little tiny hook that was tearing at my uh-huh. skin no it was fat it was like a little it was like my pinky nail was sticking sideways that's yeah. what it was it was insane anyway welcome to the show about video games guys <laughs> I, uh, we don't need feet to video game dude. <laughs> you never go feet to video game <laughs> um come for the video game stay for the feet all right yeah um, so today on the show, we're going to go through the radar and talk to our, about our Gamer of the Week, um, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance, talk about what we played this week, and then uh, try to sell you ourselves by mentioning the Patreon, and then we got a bunch of listener questions all coming up on the top of the show. Bobby, you want to do that thing you do? That thing I do. So let's let's move to our on the radar section, games that have come to our attention recently. I wanted to talk about Aliens Fireteam Elite. We've talked about this game before. It is the cooperative, I think, four-player game where, you know, you run around and you shoot aliens like any alien video game. But it is the co-op game. Uh, the reason I bring this up again is it is coming out August 24th, the day this podcast releases. I think it's three players. Okay. Uh, three? I, I That's think. weird. I think three co-op. I, I think it is. Anyway, uh-huh. um, hmm. it's funny because um, it's not yet, at least not on the West Coast, because uh, I looked at it today and it still said pre-order. So maybe at a certain point today or it's time release. I'm not sure. Well, it's August 24th. So Tuesday. Oh, oh when this comes out. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Talking in the future. Here. Sorry, I wasn't really here. I can't. I can't. But the game is, it's 40 bucks, which is kind of high for a game like this. Well, I don't know. Back for Blood 60, but. And, and I have no idea what this game's like or how, or what kind of features it, it has, or, you know, it, it could justify the price, but I'm excited to see how people react to this. I am remaining, in, I'm not going to pre-purchase this, but, uh, I am watching it. Like I said before, uh, this is probably my favorite IP ever. So anything in this world is pretty, it's going to be pretty high on my list already, but I have low expectations, man. Like just alien predator stuff generally sucks i just already yep. know in my heart that 80 percent of everything that comes out is gonna suck and that's unfortunate but uh or, so i do not have the hopes. same fucking curse man anything that comes out fucking sucks for what nick 
for Warhammer. Oh, yeah. yeah. The same thing. That's what happens when you have quantity, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Um, did you ever play the Aliens horror game in VR, Emilio? No. Oh, um, uh, oh, in VR. Isolation? Isolation? No. That's another uh, one that's you can play, Bobby. No, you yeah, you should play that in that VR. That game is 25 hours you long. Yourself. I don't know if I want to do that. And yeah, it, but so, you can play the little version of it. Oh, yeah. They, they've got like the shorter version of it you can play. And that is a great game, but it is too long. There is a lot of needless traversing over mm-hmm. areas and retreading your steps. It's, yeah. They could have cut that down a little bit. And wasn't there a mod where, no, even the developers went back and like added jumping so that you could get over little tiny things. <laughs> they they might have. I played it right when it came out. I, I really enjoyed it, but I don't think I'd ever go back to it. I can't believe I've never played it. Well, it's one of those run and hide games too, and I'm totally over those. Yeah, because you played all Yeah, it's kind of like an Outlast copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is another one of those. We should probably talk about yeah. it next, next week for... We're going to be on October next week. No, not yet. Are we doing? Are we, are we, gonna, are we planning to do a horror game for October for game of the week? We usually or do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we probably should. Yep. Yeah. So for my game for this uh, this week on the radar is uh, Twelve Minutes, and the cast is fucking cool. You have James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe, and. Uh, Apparently, it's a loop game. It's already out. It's on Game Pass. Um, you play this loop where you get murdered over and over again, and it, apparently it's like a puzzle game, and it's all about the voice acting and the acting itself. You manage this room from like the top view, and like that's the whole look. And so it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Like The trailer and the audio for it, it you have to watch it with the audio, but it looks really cool. So you just you're trying to um, maybe uh, prevent your murder or solve it. Yeah. So when you're when you're looking here, like you look at everything that just happened on the screen, right? Um, like you can make the twelve minutes happen, like go differently. Yeah. And so I, I guess you're just reliving those twelve minutes over and over and over and over and over again until you can figure out how not to die. Mm. Okay, that's pretty so like, good. Yeah, like Live Die Repeat, or what was that Tom Cruise movie? Uh, you know, they changed edge, it. It edge, was Live Die Repeat, and then there was also Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, but I mean, it's Groundhog's Day, but it's good that they made it twelve minutes because that's how you gain them if I, uh Groundhog's Day. A whole day would be way too long for a yeah. video game. Yeah. So this is this is perfect. Yeah, I saw this on my feed today. Actually, um, yeah, it's interesting. I like uh, I like new ideas. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, so pick it up. You know, I downloaded it for Leslie because we just we just set up her gaming rig upstairs and ran two hundred feet of Cat Six cable all the way up there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's pretty awesome. No Wi Fi, huh? No, we have Wi Fi, but like. For some odd reason, when it gets all the way up there, it's just super intermittent. We have so many devices on the Wi-Fi, too. So, um, I just looked at my schedule, and I only have 11 minutes available next week. So that's going to be a no <laughs> on this. Um, but it's, Nick, what about the Wi-Fi mesh? Have you thought about that? Cause, I thought about it, but... So I have the Google ones, like, and then it, if, you plug, if you plug directly into a node, say right next to your, your uh, Leslie's... You're going to get 100 megabytes per second on it, which isn't the greatest so, ever. <laughs> that's my whole internet, dude. <laughs> oh, then there I you go. shit internet out here. Then you would be, a second. It's the same thing as running a cable through your house then. 
without what do you call it? it? Um, so Comcast charges for their nodes, and it's a monthly rental fee, and they charge you even for using non Comcast shit. No, but I feel like oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean that's like your local it's, area network. I would think you'd be able to set that up without them even knowing. Yeah, because uh, that's after maybe. your modem. Yeah. Yeah. Take I mean, a look at it, dude. Because for your house, you don't need two nodes. You can get two for one hundred and fifty dollars, and yeah, you it's going to be the same thing, and you don't have a wire going through your whole house. Uh, okay. I'll yep. Check it out. Yep. Um, so I've got three things. I have Psychonauts two, which I've talked about uh, twice this year already. Um, it's coming out in like four days on Game Pass. So fucking dope. I'm so excited about this. Um, I've looked at some video, checked out some stuff. Um, so this game is largely, for me, it's, you know, largely about two different things. It's the level design. I, this is my go-to bar. This is, this is the bar had been set at, at Psychonauts 1 because, you know, you're going into these people's minds as a psychic and um, their personalities reflect what they're, their, their level is like so you have a very strict drill sergeant dude so his his level that's the first level it's all like military and bombs and tanks and stuff uh, but a very cartoony like weird strange uh version of it and then um you're there to like clear out the cobwebs probably is that right do you remember it was like the their dark past you have to find it because they hide it behind a bunch mm-hmm. of defensive walls and then yeah. you so the, you know it, it has a lot of metaphor but you're also like physically going through these things and fighting the de- their inner demons and all this stuff so you can do a lot of stuff with the with the level design there and they did and they executed and it was amazing so that's what i'm really hoping for here that's one of the parts that makes psychonauts great the second is the mechanics um you know uh, being uh psychic you have like telekinesis pyrokinesis um, what else does he have? He has a uh, levitation, um, and like a couple more, uh, five different abilities from the first game. And they're adding three new ones for this game. On top of that, they're adding, um, gadgets, which have their own mechanics on top of that. So, I mean, to call it a platformer is, yeah, that's what it is, but it goes so much more deep than that because, there's so many mechanics, so many ways to traverse a certain area. And that area might not even make sense in the first place because it doesn't uh, follow the rules of, uh, of physics. So, I, yeah, looking forward to this one. There's like a psychedelic gun that makes things psychedelic, slows mm-hmm. them down. Yeah, the first Psychonauts, great game. Yeah. I, I still have to finish that game. I finished it, I think, in yeah, not one sitting, but like it's the only game I played until I finished it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can buy it on Steam now. I hope it runs fine. There were some issues running it uh, originally before it was on Steam, but um, yeah, I think it's a. Oh, you can get it for ninety nine cents right now. They're uh, they're promoting it, yeah. so why not ninety nine cents? And it's a good game that still holds up. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Tetris Effect Effect Connected. Apparently, this game called Tris- Tetris Effect had to come out, and it rave reviews, overwhelmingly positive, all that stuff. And then Connected came out, which is their multi. They added multiplayer. It's thirty dollars for a Tetris game, which is a hefty, hefty price tag. But, it's a VR Tetris game, by the way. Yeah, you can you can't play Connected VR, but the original Tetris Effect you can play VR. And um, so I'm like, why? What's what's the, all the fuss about? So I look into it. 
Tetris effect is actually a condition that um, popped up in the 80s or whatever when people were playing Tetris, where people played so much that they started seeing the blocks when they weren't playing the game. It's kind of one of those things like you close your eyes and you can still see the blocks. My sister said that she used to be able to see uh, Amy. She used to play so much Pac-Man when she shut, when she closed her eyes, she could see the the level. So, like, goddamn girl, fuck, easy on the Pac-Man. But anyway, um, sure so this man? this guy, this designer, this game designer, I guess he's known for making like trippy, emotional, and like audio games where everything comes together. So. Um, apparently if you play this game in the dark, you, I mean, uh, there's kind of like this, what it's trying to do is start this like a out of body experience where you just kind of like become one with the game and, you know, apart from everything else and just reading that and reading that, I mean, you can write that all day that that's what you're trying to do. But then you started reading some of the reviews and people are saying that that actually happened. I'm like, fuck, that is dope. I could only imagine playing it in VR too. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, Tetris isn't really my thing, but it's like, I asked Sam if she likes Tetris, she's like, I fucking love it. And I was like, wow, VR sitting right there. There's $30 <laughs> sitting right there. Uh, maybe. Maybe Leslie loves Tetris, and we got this on PlayStation, and we were talking about getting this one on PC because it's multiplayer. Mm. You know, the effect that you're describing, I wonder how much of it is due to it being on VR. Like, would you get the same experience? The effect? No. Oh, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like Um, that out-of-body experience. Like, would you be able to get that if you weren't playing this on VR? From what I read, it was an IGN uh, review. He was just talking about playing it in a dark room on a screen. Mm-hmm. Like regular, so I, yeah, I think it's intended to be psychedelic, and it, sometimes it pulls it off. Um, he said, as soon as he finished it, because there's only 16 levels, as soon as they finished it on normal, he went to expert. And that's saying something on a game, you know, when you you just finish and you're like, fuck it, game plus right now. <laughs> um, last game is another uh, trippy little game, weird, weird thing. Um, it's called Road 96. Uh, it is. It reminded me a little bit of um, Life is Strange, but this is a hitchhiking game where you are hitchhiking uh, in a totalitarian uh, country and you're trying to get to the border, I guess, to defect. And you're hitchhiking across the, the, the state, I guess. But it's procedurally generated supposedly i mean what i think that means is they have chunks of game and they give it to you in different orders every time you play that's what i'm guessing because every person that picks you up has their own little story and background and then there's all these like side quests and all kinds of shit ensues but i thought it was just a great way of telling a story you know the whole hitchhiking thing people still hitchhike um, no, I, I feel like our generation was raised and taught that hitchhiking. You absolutely don't do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, was hitchhiking big in like the sixties to get to Woodstock and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the sixties or the seventies, just jumping a cab with a trucker. <laughs> there's this, there's this rich guy. Um, I don't know what to call him. He's kind of a personality or was David Cho. And, um, he's got crazy stories. Look into him if you want. But um, he hitchhiked everywhere he ever went, like throughout, like for years, just 
went adventuring and never had, he only had one bad experience the entire time where some guy tried to rape him and his friend. But besides that, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Yeah. I just, anyway, yeah, a I, cool idea, huh? Yeah, it's a cool idea. I, I remember this game. Um, when they announced all those new games uh, like a month ago or so, I, I remember seeing this one. It looked really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's also a French developer. Can you click on uh, DigiXArt? What else have they made? DigiXArt. 11.11 Memories Retold. Lost in Harmony. Not recognizing any of these. Um, Life is Strange is also a, a French. So I think this is kind of like um, two studios, but I'm going to go ahead and say that's kind of like a French type of video game. This like storytelling story story first kind of story selling hmm. or game making but yeah there we go hmm. um all right now let's get into our highlights where games we've actually played do we want to talk about dungeons and dragons oh, darker do. alliance yeah okay. I, I i try i try <laughs> to go out on a limb and do something right bobby and you cut me down uh it's because our show notes are different now so it's yeah it's easy to miss it's literally what he's saying is it's not in the exact order we talk about it in and i'm too dumb to fucking follow <laughs> maybe this. we made it bolder a different color yeah um i played very little of this so i'll just start off with my first impressions here um it's a pretty standard rpg game and there's a lot of different combos i of course picked the dwarf i really didn't like how you were locked into a character you couldn't affect any of your stats you can of course switch out your gear but you you can't affect any of your stats at all. Yeah, you can. You every time you level, you put your oh, stats up. Oh, okay. Well, no, I mean like when you roll the character. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, like in yeah, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. You can't build your character with stats. One of the greatest things about Dungeons and Dragons is making whatever you want, right? But that ta- yeah. they take that away from you right away. You're either a uh, ranger, which kind of plays more like a rogue, um, an archer. Uh, which is falls under the fighter category, um, a barbarian. What's the last one? Uh, uh the dwarf. It's the oh, dwarf. the dwarf. Yeah, the mm-hmm. which is a paladin, Bobby, or is yeah? Uh, yeah, he's a little more defensive. Yeah. He's got a shield. He's got a lot of like you do a lot of. Well, I imagine all the characters do this parrying and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you only played single player, I'm guessing, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I. Uh, you're not supposed to play the game like that, I assume. Yeah, no, this you're is, not. This is made for a four-player, you know, co-op experience moving through an area. I did play the majority of this uh, single-player, though, uh, just because huh. I had a hard time. Like, I play at odd hours, I guess, because I'm playing, like, you know, 8, 9 p.m. West Coast, which is, like, nighty-night time for the rest of the country. And so um, I had a hard time getting into games. And when I did, man, the uh, net code was awful, really bad. Oh, man, let me tell you, it's not just the net code. It is, in single player, it's bad, too, like the hit detection and all that shit. I actually bought and returned this game um, after like an hour and 20 minutes. It was on Game Pass, not, man. I know. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> it's free, and um, I still returned it. Uh, dude, uh, we, uh, I got uh, money back. we're not talking about it this week, but uh, me, Nick, uh JP Diddy and Chad all played the ascent at the same time, mm-hmm. all on Steam. Meanwhile, it's sitting there free on Game Pass. Like $80, they just could have 
guns yep. or more than eight. I think they're 40 each. I, I don't remember. Um, uh, so anyway, I, let's not drag this out. It's not a, it's not a very good game. Uh, when I played it single player, I was having a pretty, I was having an okay time. Then when I played it the way it's meant to be played, it completely fell apart. Like it just, it's terrible. It's really bad. Hit detection, people jumping around, rubber banding, just all the, oh, and matchmaking is terrible too. I got paired with these super high level guys that were glowing and they just ran, they literally ran through the level, not fighting things. And I'm just like, Hey, hold on guys. And we're getting one shot over and over and teleporting to them. It, it was a, it was a terrible experience. I, I would. Yeah. Stay away from so, this one. Yeah. So the reviews are not good on steam and everywhere else. The reviews are pretty bad. It looks like it's a lot of technical bugs that people are complaining about, but also some gameplay things as well. But mostly just this this game has got some technical issues. That's the worst part, dude, because they put in all the work. The game is pretty yep. much done. It just needs to be smoothed yep. out. You know, there's enough game there. The graphics are there. I thought the level design was pretty decent. Um, I thought, you know, uh, where the, the little hidden gems around certain corners and stuff. I thought they hid the things nice, uh, grandiose. Dungeons and Dragons, like fucking Lord of the Rings shit. You walk into grand halls and uh, the cinematics were cool. Like the whole game's there. But technically you didn't pull it off. That, that's that's sadder than an outright shitty game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't even have to ask, but Bobby, yay or nay? <laughs> uh, it's definitely going to be a nay for me. Uh, Emilio, yay or nay? Yeah, it's a big no. Uh, stay away yeah. from this one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a uh, zero out of three for... For uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. So does that reflect poorly on me and my game choice? Hey, we're trying your band now forever. But (laughs) yeah, just kidding. Uh, This week it's me, right? Think so. Yeah. So you're doing Psychonauts too, right? uh, Huh? Doing you're picking Psychonauts too, right? Yes, I was actually legitimately going to pick Psychonauts. Oh shit! Even though nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's free on Game Pass. It seems like a fun story based game. Hopefully. We can all beat it within time, if not get through a lot of it. Let's definitely, let's, let's definitely uh, plan on two weeks on that one then. Yeah, no, it's yeah. going to be a two-weeker again because yeah. it's, it's a story game. Yeah. Um, cool. cool. Talking about games that we played, not because we have a moral obligation to do so. Uh, I want to talk about an experience that me, Diddy, and Emilio had. Um, you know... It, on on the we have show notes right, and for my show notes, it says I have Diablo two, and then a comma, and then the meaning of the word revenge. And so Emilio goes, "Hey, let's play some magic." And so for the first time in my life, I play magic against wrong, my- wrong dude. Christmas, fucking like seven years ago. You brought out your cards, and I wiped the floor with you with your own cards, and you were you took it pretty hard, dude, pretty hard. <laughs> I knew you were gonna pull this shit, and so I want to rec- I want to bring that out right now. I beat you with your own cards. Did it I happen said, or not? It's seven years later. Did now. it happen or not? I, I've gathered all that anger for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sharpening my cards like a, a katana of revenge. Uh, but no, this um, this actually, it was great to play um, with people I know because not many people play it besides some of the guys on the uh, the Discord. Um, Burn, we still got to play. 
Um, once, like, it's a testament to people playing the game too much and having too many cards. Because Amelia is a great player, but if we have the same cards, I'm pretty sure you'd probably either beat me or it or would be a back and forth. Yeah, but back and I just want to mention it was eight victories out of nine games for me. Yeah. And it was one one win for Amelia. So. But you've also but, dropped like $400 in, in this. And I'm not going to say yeah. like, like I did say any deck can win any any time, but the odds are very heavily stacked in your favor. And the one time you won was when I only drew one land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, um, it's still good to play. Like you can, you can, re-upload the like the default decks that they give you and so even if you're just going to play with friends and you don't want to be super try hard you want to play a deck you've never played before you can just uh re because you can upload decks um you just copy and paste the deck list and usually click the little buttons that says import uh in the deck tab and imports all the um all the cards that you that you uh that you copied and uh it just builds the deck for you so is yeah, it it's pretty cool with magic i haven't played much but is it kind of rock paper scissors like do you, do you find out oh this guy's got this deck i'm gonna lose why even play this game out because so if you're playing for realsies mm-hmm. there's a sideboard right uh which is um 15 cards outside of the game that after your first game you can bring in cards and pull some out kind of like uh an audible in football oh, okay. so once you oh this guy's playing a goblin deck I'm going to put four Wrath of Gods in my deck because that wipes the the the, the car the playing field of creatures mm-hmm. or or something like that. Or this guy's playing a blue gate. There's cards that are specifically so to fuck blue, like okay. like kill creature. If that creature is blue, make it explode. So you can <laughs> put these cards in there to kind of prevent these one trick ponies from right. taking every game. Yeah, exactly. And, what, and that's why it's a best of three in most like standard tournaments. It's it's mm-hmm. because you, okay, so everybody has like a standard, how do I say it, like uh, like way to win, right? You can get the opponent down to zero health by hitting them with creatures, but there's other ways to win, like uh, making someone deck out. That means they can't, you know, draw any more cards, therefore they lose. The other way is like to prevent somebody from playing by countering their spells. And so if they can't play anything and you just keep countering and everything and uh, you win that way, well, there, there's a, a thousand ways really to win, but... Um, Usually in tournaments or like in in like the competitive bracket, there's like a there's what is called the top eight, and the top eight is the top eight um, seats at a tournament, and so it, it lists all the top decks from that tournament, and usually people will play those top decks if they have no like creative mind, um, and you'll know exactly what's in people's decks because you know that people go to top eight. And they down they they buy all those cards in real life, or they make all those cards in Magic: The Gathering Arena. And for some people, it uh, it's pretty easy because you go, okay, I know this guy is running four of this creature, and so I can I can look out for that. I can wait until they play that creature, and then they can do this. For me, I try to play decks that are not in the top eight. Like I played Amelia with a colorless deck, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And uh, it, it it worked out really well. Yeah, for you. But what he's saying is, like, in your sideboard, your 15 side, you're going to be ready for those eight other decks. Mm-hmm. We're talking about if you're playing fucking tournaments and shit. We're just playing for fun. We don't even sideboard. 
but we will yeah, play we a two out of three. We just play the talk and yeah, really and yeah, shoot just the talk. shit. Yeah, you're, you're literally the only person from the DLG community community that's beat me uh, decisively, and uh, and you're my nephew, and you're on the podcast. It's just fucking bullshit. I could completely lie about everybody else. Oh yeah, fucking no. You you were the one. You were the one. I recorded all of it too, just to have in my little my little victory thing. <laughs> I didn't record anything. Yeah, but uh, no, it was it was awesome to play, Bobby. You should play some time. Don't spend any money. Just play with the free cards. <laughs> it's the it's real fun. trick, isn't it? Yeah, man, I like Magic. Um, I, I've been watching. I've been playing, but I've been watching a lot of uh, SWCCG games, Star Wars CCG, because they mm-hmm. redid the it. it Everything that they do is all done by volunteers, so it's, it happens very slowly. But they redid the card table in that, and they did it with Unity that plays right in the browser. So it basically looks Ooh. like you're playing on tabletop simulator. It looks so much better. And they even added little animations when you, like, lightsaber somebody. So it looks great. Um, but I've been watching a lot of that that game again. But that game can be a little rock, paper, scissors. And they, they developed something later called shields that counter a lot of the, the one trick ponies and uh, the more cheesy tactics of the game. But, you know, magic is just so mainstream. It's very rare to find somebody else who plays that star Wars game, but you can talk to any nerd about magic. So I've always been interested in it. And Mm -hmm. at the last DLG con is where I first learned to play actually. But, um, and there's way better tools to play that online as well. Yeah, you can even play on your phone too, which is great. Yeah, I feel I don't like, like we should be like officially spotted. Does anyone by... play Hearthstone anymore? That's the real question. I, I booted it up the other day, and I was just like, "Oh, so much has changed." Like it's one of the, it, Hearthstone is literally pay to win in most cases because you can't. It's I don't know, man. Like there's no real like catch up mechanic to play like like the standard play, like you can play the historic play, which is like you play every card ever in existence besides the banned ones. But mm-hmm. it, you know, it still has the core mechanics and stuff, but there's card. My, my thing is like when you play a card game, you want some background knowledge of certain things that work and certain things that don't like, you want to be like, Oh, that's a bear. That bear is two, two and it's two mana. But like when you go back to Hearthstone, you're like, I don't know what that fucking tentacle monster is. Now I got to read this all over again. Oh fuck! Like, and it, I it's, feel like it's they did a good job of explaining a lot of that. But I do, I know what you're talking about with the pay to win because the last time that I was into Hearthstone was maybe three or four years ago, and I just went online. I looked up like what's a good deck, and I I did like a Murloc Paladin deck. Oh yeah, which, I know you know, deck. It, it's not like the best deck out there, but I think I bought. Thirty or forty dollars worth of packs, and just open them, and until I got everything I needed, and you know, uh, did whatever you have to do in that game where you like crush the the cards that you have to turn them into dust and into build, gems, yeah, yeah, and build whatever you need. So I was able to make the deck that I looked up on the net. I played with it for a while and I had some fun, but it just, I don't know, man. I I miss the days before the internet where you and everything was digital and you could just look up any deck and create it with a price tag yeah there's a lot of uh there's a lot of like guff it's it's like a it's a point of contention between magic players like when you go to a local tournament and someone's playing with a 900 hundred dollar deck and it's not because they paid 900 dollars for it it's like you lack the creativity to play with a deck um that 
you came up with yourself. Like you have to look up on it on top eight, and because it's it's on the top eight, you have to pay even more for those cards just because some guy won a GP with it. And what's funny is that sometimes people do that, right? They'll show up with that like Chungo deck that won you know thirty thousand dollars or whatever the fuck, and then yeah. someone will just make a deck to counter it. Yeah, there's there's that. Like a lot of times, you know, four people will show up with this top deck, and there'll just be a counter deck to it that you know that's not very good about anything else. But a lot of times, dude, I would rather win twenty five percent less if with a self made deck than go look one up, hundred yep. percent. Yeah, it, it makes me feel way. so much better, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. All right, what uh, what else have you played <laughs> so, this week? God, it's fucking like. Like Warhammer and and Magic were mixed, and now we just every week. Oh no, they are getting mixed, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, well, right here on this podcast, we have Warhammer stuff in it. Yeah, right here on this podcast. Um, Where we at? Um, Highlights. We're talking about the games that we have played. Yeah, I know. But who wants to go next? Team Fortress Two. What's going on there? All right, so I played some Team Fortress Two. (laughs) It's funny, I ain't get an invite. Uh, well, I just dipped in to see how it would go. I ended up spending quite a bit of time. So the big news about Team Fortress 2 recently is that they've really cleaned up a lot of the bots. And I said the last time I played TF2, maybe about a year ago, that the game is absolutely amazing. It's in it, it's the best version of it that's ever existed, except for the bots. The bots are so annoying because they just keep coming in and you just keep ha- having to boot them. So I was excited when I heard that they had done something about that problem. It still exists. It's not gone. Um, now we're just talking about like filler people, right? When like it's eight versus eight and four of them are humans. The rest is just, no, no, we're talking about hackers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, and and they'll often have bot in the name. They come in and they're always the sniper and then they headshot you like instantly like Mm. that. And you can always tell they're bots because they look up and twirl around. Yeah. It's just someone running a script. Um, it was a huge problem. And these guys would come into the game and it was just like constantly, you'd have to kick them. You'd have to initiate a kick vote. Um, it, it still kind of exists because there was one bot the day that I was playing. And I think the day after there was one bot that kept coming up, but he came in and he was just mic spamming music. Mm. He, he wasn't hacking. He was just mic spamming. And it was the same thing. Comes in, kick, rejoins like five minutes later, kick, you know? Um, so I guess it's better, but you know, it's still, I don't know why it's like, we've kicked this guy three times. Maybe you could tell a server to like, auto ban. Yeah. Just like not let them in here anymore. Um, but it's still such a great game, man. I, I really enjoy this game. Um, I could play this. I could literally play this for like hours and the time just flies right by hundred percent. So if anyone wants to play, let me know. I, I want to play. <laughs> we should all, we did play, I think last time, maybe about a year ago. Yeah, um, and I think Christian played for the first time. I, I think I played with you guys too, like for like an hour, and I was the heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I had a really satisfying scout, match. Um, God, I I can't. I think I was playing medic, and it was very obvious that we weren't getting anything done. And I switched to a heavy and kind of single handedly won the round. There, it was great. <laughs> it's nice you can still do that in that game. Yeah, you know Bobby doesn't brag often, but when he does. <laughs> He knows what he's good at. Uh, only with TF2. That's like the one game I can I can brag about. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll play. 
I'm just yeah. gonna set a date. This game's twenty gigs too. I'm surprised at how big it is. Jeez. When I installed it, it's like damn, twenty gigs. Okay. Huh. Uh so I played a game called Bloodroot. Um I actually put it on the radar um a couple months ago. It is uh kind of like a hotline Miami with uh mixed in with um I don't know, a real cartoony version of it. And um the the camera angle is slightly askew. Um and so it's all about like going in and slaughtering people as quickly as possible and trying to combo it up and making it gruesome. Um the art style kind of reminds me of like like Samurai Jack or something like that. Mm. And um I was having a good time. Like uh it's, it has very good reviews and everything was going great. I was played for maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then I hit a either a game breaking bug or after thirty years of playing video games, I didn't know what to do. Like I, I finished the level, I didn't know where to go. The the arrow that tells you where to go for the next area it was pointing straight down into like the dirt. And I was <laughs> like, I don't I don't know. And so then I restarted the level, I redid the level, stopped the game, loaded the game again. No idea. I have no idea what I was supposed to do there. Zero. Um, but the game was fun. Uh, I don't know if you'll run into that problem. Probably not because, you know, it's got good reviews. I feel like it would be re- review bombed if everybody was having the issue I did. Um, so it's all melee attacks. And I think that was one of the bigger faults from the game. Uh, when you're playing, um, uh, what was I just talking about? God damn it. The uh, Miami. Yeah, you have the option to do melee or just throw the thing, which, you know, it's like a, it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. If I throw the weapon I have in my hand. Well, there's I, also guns in Hotline. There's also yeah. guns, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't get to that point, and I don't think there's going to be. This is kind of like medieval-ish. Uh, but, yeah, you can throw things in that game, and it adds a lot to the f- uh, fun because you you're giving up your weapon, but you're killing somebody at range. And uh, this game didn't have that. I feel like it could really um, get a lot out of it. But there is melee weapons everywhere. And they look different, and they add different kind of kill methods, you know, like spears do different than swords. It it seems like there's a lot of environmental stuff. Like you can jump on a wheel or a barrel and roll that towards someone or like a wagon and push that into characters. Yep, or, um, you know, you pick up a ladder and you swing the ladder around your head, and that's kind of like a combo attack, all kinds of stuff. It's just like fast-paced mayhem. Um, but unfortunately, I couldn't continue to play. Um, I don't know if it would have been a recommend either way. Uh, I think there's better stuff out there. Hotline Miami, I think it was probably better. What um, was the price for it? 20 bucks. It's on. I don't know about for 20, maybe 5 or 10. It's on Game Pass, though. That's where I play it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, uh, there's so much stuff on Game Pass now. I'm like, every time I want to buy something. I'm just going to like go to Game Pass and peruse. Game Pass and search for it? Yeah. No, yeah, no, not just I'd... search for it, but just peruse what's available and be like, oh, this will fit fill that niche, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I did buy a game today, though. First game in a long time. Uh, I bought Shield Wall. Uh, it was eight bucks, and we've talked about oh, it on shit. the podcast before. So, um, is, that on the, is that on the thing? On the show notes? No, because I, I haven't played it. I just bought it today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Nick, what's up, dude? <laughs> what, what, what do you got, dude? I, uh, I played Diablo two. 
So, and, did, uh, so did I. God damn. It, it is... Mm. Ugh. Old, is, uh, old as fucking balls, dude. Diablo 2 Resurrected? Yeah. Yeah. So this um, is... So uh, did you play in the enhanced version, Amelia, or did you play in the retro version? I played the beta, whatever was available on Blizzard.net. Were you playing with, like, modern graphics, or were you playing with, like, the 1991 graphics? It didn't look good, dude. Are you serious? I yeah. was... I was playing with like th- those are the new graphics right now. They look great comparatively. Yeah, comparatively, dude. But compared it to Diablo three, why the fuck am I going to play this? Because <sighs> Diablo two doesn't fucking hold your hand like Diablo three does. It can go fuck itself, dude. It's just too old. Like it has. Nah, man. This is this is where like the old person is now arguing with the young person about the old game. Now, I, I dude, the fact that you can play eight players is way awesome. You can, um, it's, it's just, I don't know. It may be because I've never really played Diablo two. And when I did, I was a dumbass kid. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but it just seems way harder. So than, than like a standard hack and slash. Yeah, exactly. Like Diablo, like Diablo three, there's a point where you, you dine one hit. And uh, if like the things you're trying to do is trying to run the level as fast as you can, and you know if that you see one type of enemy, you instantly can't get the fastest run, and so you're like, I don't know. It's Diablo three is so repetitive. Maybe because I put like over two hundred hours in it. it might I do it, like dude. It. It might do it. That might be that might be the case. Yeah, it might be the case. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's I don't know. It's a breath of fresh air. Diablo two is I should say weird because it's old air you know yeah it's old air it's old stinky air uh yeah man i played it for like an hour jp diddy uh one of my you know favorite people to play video games with and uh kick your ass magic (laughs) still hasn't poor guy keeps going back to the drawing board we're talking shit too like i beat you and you're like diddy you couldn't do this or whatever the fuck you said i was like damn fool Uh, yeah man uh i for me the mechanics and the um, the progression system, yes, sure, it was the genesis of all this stuff. But fuck off, I'm not going to play this old shit. Sorry, I don't have the nostalgia for it. Not going to play this old shit. No, I tried to play Diablo two a year ago, I think, and it was before the resurrected version came out. And I got like five minutes into it. I didn't even make it like out of the village. It was just way too old yeah. because on those old games, the the cameras pulled way further back in this new version here, so you can see a lot more yeah. of the environment. But those old games, you don't we we don't remember because we were playing on like eight hundred by six hundred screens, but yeah. they were so <laughs> close up. Um, the like the the real thing that shines in the gra- graphic wise here is the particle physics, like the portals, the magic, the fire. Like those are yeah. modern. Those are modern graphics, and everything. Everything else is just like shiny turds. <laughs> Bobby, is this going to make you pick this up now? Now that it's all shiny, no turd? interest. I, I think I was talking about this before the show. I never played a lot of Diablo two back in the day, or Diablo one. Um, like I knew people that did, and I was aware of it. I may have tried it out, but I, I have no nostalgia for that game. Just Warcraft. So funny. So. Warcraft was so good too, though. I love um, Bobby, how was Free Guy? I heard it was. I've heard good things. Good, things. dude. <laughs> I watched that movie too. Holy oh, shit! Did you go to a movie theater to see it? 
Because yep. I think that's the only way you can see it right now. Yeah, yeah it is. It's pretty fucking good, man. Can we turn Nick down? He's like hurting my ears. Yeah, or Nick, maybe if you back up off the mic, you're clipping a little bit. Sorry. I know you're getting excited. Better dude. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. There's no, Snickers, there's no Snickers in that microphone, breath. dude. I am sick. Uh, so, yeah, Free Guy is pretty good, man. Like, you know, there's a stigma about video game movies that they're just not good. This isn't. But this is video game adjacent, right? Yeah, this isn't uh, about, you know, the, the source material is not a video game. Although Free City is, the game is very much based off of Grand Theft Auto. So you know the plot, but there's a bigger plot going on, like a like an A story, B story type thing. So uh, Ryan Reynolds plays this guy named Guy, and he's just an NPC in a world that keeps, you know, he works in a bank. It keeps getting robbed because that's one of the missions. He doesn't realize that, but he slowly starts to break out of that. But the big story happening outside of this is that there are these indie developers uh, that created this really unique, peaceful game that doesn't, you you don't go around killing people, um, but the AI in the game grows and mutates and makes their own decision and basically becomes like a, like, um, the first uh, conscious artificial intelligence kind of thing, you know? Um, and that code gets stolen by an evil AAA video game company ran by Taika like Waititi. It. Yeah, like it, it. it's very, it's very topical. Dude, it's... <laughs> it's very topical for right now. And what's oh, weird. Taika fucking... Taika Waititi. Dude, yeah. he's the he's best director as well. Ever. No, he's, he's not the so director. Oh, he plays the bad good. guy. Yeah, and he's hilarious, of course. But... As topical as this feels, because they really take some shots at AAA video game companies, um, uh, like violent video games, uh, and, you know, just like kind of the sexism in video games. Yeah, microtransactions. Like they take shots at all the things that's like part of the discussion now. But this game was supposed to come out a year or two ago. There's a cameo by Alex Trebek. So, you know, he was alive when they shot this. Jesus. But, I forgot about that. Yeah. So... This movie was made a while ago, and it's kind of been on the shelf because of COVID, but I think it's actually doing really well because it came out right now, and it feels a little more topical, and also because it's only in theaters. So it's it's doing very well in the box office. Um, now it's Ryan kind of, Reynolds can almost do no wrong recently. Yeah, right? you know, and he's doing his whole Ryan Reynolds thing. Like, every the internet loves him, so. He's so uh, aware of what he is, mm -hmm. and he uses it to the extent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He know he he knows exactly yeah he knows yeah. exactly what's up, and he uses it yeah, to maximum it, effect. It really helps this movie because any game any movie you make like this about video games is just inherently cringy, you know, because they're trying to comment on uh, on gamers, and that never really goes well. But it he cuts down on that, and it does a good job of. So you're saying it's better than Pixels, is what you're saying? Uh, it's a lot better than <laughs> Pixels. But it's got cameos it's by all sorts of people, um, YouTubers and streamers. There's Ninja, uh, Pokimane, uh, Jacksepticeye, some guy named Tim TDM. I don't know who that is. I'm so glad. He's an Australian streamer, isn't he? I, I don't know. I yeah. might be. I I'm, don't know. I'm so glad that Pokimane's finally getting some recognition and money for her good looks. That's great. Good job, Pokemon. Okay. Good job. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. But yeah, so they make like cameos in there and it's very aware of Twitch culture. Um, and uh, and a, a surprise cameo uh, at the end, which I guess is kind of a spoiler, so I don't know if I should mention Dude, it. I might take the family out for this one. 
Dude, take, it's a take good time. out. It's a good take time. It's, I think it's PG-13, so it's not, like, inappropriate. They, they, say, they say the F word once. What? Why is your girlfriend in the trench coat mafia over there, fucking sniper? What's going on? <laughs> it's called a dress, dude. You haven't oh, seen it one It looks like recently? a trench coat for me. Sorry. Sorry, sorry to derail the entire game, uh, uh, the entire show. Uh, yeah, I want to see this. Yeah, there was um, the the secret cameo at the end got the biggest reaction in the theater. You know, again, I, I talked about this on Movies on the DL. I, I recently started going back to the theater. Is this Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder version or level? Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the cameo you're talking about. It's and very no. short. It's a reaction shot when he pulls out the shield. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, like, there's, there's multiple of those. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cameo. So The Rock does a voice in this. Hugh Jackman does a voice in this. I don't think they were actually on set being the actors. But there's a lot of... Um, it cuts back and forth between the game world and reality. So there's a lot of like animated characters and people uh, doing voices for it. Have you followed at all... Uh, um, Hugh Jackman's and um, all that little tiff they got going back and forth. Yeah, but it's not real. Yeah, and it's and it started all between Deadpool and Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really funny. If you uh, if you have if you know nothing about this, just look up their Twitter war that they've had, and they just like they drop in on each other's interviews and just kind of like photo bomb. It's pretty great. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, man, this was getting laughs in the theater. So I mean, it's I I think it's. People are ready to laugh, Bobby. <laughs> it's time to heal. It's time to heal. <laughs> yeah. And what better movie to do it with than Free Guy? I mean, when it comes to video game movies, this is top tier. Yeah, definitely top tier. <laughs> um, so, Honey Heist. Um, it's funny because I've talked about it extensively before the podcast already. I'm just excited about these things. They're cool. Um, I just learned about them. They are one-shot RPGs. Oh, thanks, Zap. You're the one who told me about it. And then after you told me about it, I listened to people. This is how nerdy I am. This is how inception level nerd I am. I listen to people playing RPGs on podcasts. That's what I do. So I don't go crazy. Um, so like a girl on like Tinder, like, Oh my God, I'm so nerdy. <laughs> so in general, <laughs> that really got Christian. We lost our producer. You're making a laugh too hard, dude. Um, I listen to Critical Role, and you know they play a lot. But then they they every, every once in a while they do a one shot, and they've done Honey Heist three times because it's gone so well. Um, it's it's a RPG, you know, uh, imagination based like like D and D. There's only one page of rules. That's it. The whole game's right there. It's really up to the D and D to set up the I mean, to the the DM to set up the world beforehand, so he can kind of like. Um, you know, decide how intricate this whole thing is going to be. But basically, you're playing as bears that can't speak English, but you're in a human world, and you have to steal honey from the HoneyCon 2021. And, you know, uh, you roll dice to figure out what your roles are going to be. So, you know, you have, like, the muscle, the the driver, the face, the, the brains. Um, these are all possible roles that you can get. And all you're rolling is a six-sided die. That's it. That's all there is to it. And then uh, there's things that happen throughout the game that make you more bear-like or more criminal-like. But if you become too criminal, you get arrested. And if you become too uh, bear, 
you uh, get picked up by animal services. So you want to like, you want to have a healthy balance between the two. And it just, it's, hilarity is almost baked in, you know? It's just like, I just played one single game because I want to play this at DLG Con and um, I wanted to practice my DMing skills. So I just played one-on-one with Mila because Sam was like, that sounds ridiculous. So I played one-on-one with Mila and we were laughing like, belly laughs within like a couple minutes because she rolled double hats and then she rolled double cowboy hats so her black bear that that was a washed up criminal that's what she rolled um had two cowboy hats on for no reason and was really good at riding her bicycle so like that was all within 10 minutes you know or five minutes and then um oh funny enough so you don't want to roll high in this game you want to roll low doesn't matter why but the die that she had was a loaded die. It rolls six, like 40% of the time. So it's really bad. And so within five minutes, she was dead. She got picked up by animal services. <laughs> and I was like, you are incredibly unlucky. And she was really sad. She really likes to win things. And I was trying to help her out as much as possible. So then I start rolling this die and it's hitting six, dude. Like, like, let's go to Vegas. Like this die is the motherfucker. Yeah. Let's, go, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to the crap table. Hey guys, can we play with this die right here? <laughs> this die Specific right here. one. Can we play with this one? Uh, uh, so I threw that thing in the garbage, dude. So, uh, yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing it again. Actually, I want to try to convince Bobby to play after this podcast, but we'll see. We'll see if it works. We'll see if it works. Um, yeah. So uh, time for listener questions. Let's, Good, cues. Well, let's give some shout outs here. We had some subscriptions. Uh, JP Diddy coming in at 26 months. Thank Who's you that guy? The Diddlemeister. Recycled just this second. Coming oh, in. Oh, wow. Right. 36 months. He waited until we started talking about three this. years. Oh, Booyah. Yeah. Three years. Wow. Three years. That's the record. All right. But we also got burn division 16 months. Thank, Thank you, you sir. Much. And uh, we had an, an anonymous person gifted a sub. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, uh, burn. Um, I know you're taking your direction in magic, the gathering from, uh, from SOCOM, but then after watching me wipe the floor with him, you know, if you want to, if you want to move on to another sensei, I understand I will be around. <laughs> or you can go to a guy that might give you some <laughs> advice and just talk to me. And I'm, I don't know, man. I'll tell you to spend money. Oh, my God. Do we have an MTG channel yet? No, we we're thinking a, about it, though. What, are what, I, was, what I was thinking about, I want to, I want to get the DLG. Well, the rule is if we make a new this. channel, we have to remove another one. Yeah, two. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Um, you know what? We almost missed this, but uh, let's see. Pyronicons. I'm messing that up. Pyronicons has donated 30 bucks. Hey, says man. He has Thank listened you. to every podcast for the last four years. Holy shit. I never heard your name before. Are you on the Discord? What's going on, dude? Let's get to know each other. <laughs> yeah. Tell me some stories. I want to know you, man. Um. But no, uh, I, I, I was going to pitch this to you, I, I, to you guys outside the podcast. But I want to hear. You, I want to tell everybody, ask everybody, if you, if the community would be excited to not a Magic the Gathering focused podcast or anything, but essentially a member of the DLG crew would pay Magic the Gathering with someone from the Discord or something, and they would essentially just shoot the shit, and uh, we'll see if we can stream that, like maybe Fridays or Tuesdays. I don't know. Fuck. Some, sometime. 
but uh, it'd just be a streaming thing. I mean, I'm playing enough where I could do it. The thing is, the reason that magic works for me is like I'm in the kitchen. I can literally just walk around and do some baby stuff and all this. I can play and have a life, have, have you know, uh, take care of all the things that I need to and also play. That's the only reason it works. Uh, I wouldn't be able to like do a stream probably, but maybe, maybe a certain time of night. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't have to be a set thing. It just be every now and then it could be like, Hey, you know, we're playing magic the gathering tonight in an hour. Someone wants to play from the community. Come on, Bobo. Pop in the discord. Yeah. You're going to play Bobo. Come on. Uh, not if you keep calling me Bobo. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there, Bobo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I did have a lot of fun when I played a DLG con. I just, I I feel like it'd be a lot if I like made an account, got on there to do the tutorial, started trying to build a deck digitally, you know, because we had the pre-mades at, um, at at DLG con. So all they do is give you pre-mades. That's how they start you. Anyway, right. let's get through this. Yeah, we got some listener questions, and they are thick. Um, first one comes from Morconius. Where would you go if you four had an unlimited budget for a vacation that only you could go on? No wives or kids or friends, but you had to agree on a single location. What sort of activities would you do together, and who would make the first move in the hot tub? If uh, if it was like a DLG thing it would be japan and we check out the arcade scene i think i mean that would be a no-brainer right yeah that'd be cool hey he said four i'm in this japan though you have a whole world in japan i don't know i am convinced i would be the first person to make a move in a hot tub though you guys are just kind of bitches about you know showing friendly affection and in, in a pool of hot water i totally agree <laughs> uh just start stroking your someone's hair oh jeez oh jeez so uh yeah you can you think of something better Chris? listen you you can't shut something down unless you replace it with a better idea or at least some idea create so spain running of the bulls and then Oktoberfest. i don't know they're not close Damn. together in time that sounds wonderful. Running with the bull, uh, watching the bulls. I don't want to be like mauled by them. Really, I would watch people get mauled by them. <laughs> okay. Poor bulls, man. I've seen yeah. video. It's bad. Apparently, they put salt uh, in their eyes and shit to make them like not be able yeah. to see. Even them. extra angry. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just pretty tortured. So yeah, either either that or Oktoberfest. How do you get them to stand still to put salt in their eyes? I literally you, get, don't have, you just have to throw it, Emilio. It's not like come here, Billy. Let me rub it in your eyes. They just throw it. I, I'm pretty sure I'd get gored while salting eyes. I feel like that's how my running of the. That's like somebody's like somebody named like Lupe is like Lupe. You gotta salt his eyes. <laughs> And they're like, okay. And then they get gored. And they're like, there goes Lupe. I'm peeing myself. She, I'll be right back. All right. Well, this next question probably won't apply to you. Warconius also asks, what impact will the GPU shortage have on PC gaming? You're a jerk. <laughs> more low-spec gaming, a boom in cloud gaming, or more filthy traders buying consoles? I feel um, like... You go first. <sighs> I mean, I haven't bought hardware in a long time. Weren't we already in a GPU shortage? Haven't we been in a GPU shortage for years? No, he's like, he's, I think he, what he's asking is like, what do you think the further effect of the shortage is going to be? 
Mm, I, I think know. that's what he's asking. People are still finding graphics cards. They're posting them in Discord. It's still happening. Yeah, but they're they're like ex- stupid expensive. Like my friend just bought from NVIDIA a five a four hundred and ninety dollar thirty nine thirty sixty, and I w- I was just like, aren't isn't the thirty seventy five hundred dollars? And it's just I don't know. It's all over the place right now. Yeah, it sucks, man. I, I honestly think a lot of people are just not going to upgrade. I mean, there hasn't really been a huge demand for upgrades. I'm still running a 1080, and it runs just about everything I throw right. at it. it. It's rare that I come across a game that I can't max the settings on. Yeah. it's. I think nowadays with the indie game scene... We're gonna see a lot of a lot of people not having to upgrade. I I think the last game that everybody was like, "Oh my god, I gotta upgrade my GPU," was uh, Cyberpunk. And then even then, that was like at the beginning of this silicone shortage slash like uh, GPU shortage. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, like until there's another game that's actually good. Well, I mean, Cyberpunk is good. It just doesn't work. Um, yeah, and I mean, I could still run Cyberpunk, but yeah. I don't know. Um, the last time, it, 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 that seems like a very 2008 conversation. Like, like uh, you have a game that comes out that demands too much of your graphics card. Or maybe that's the last time that I cared about that stuff. I don't know. But, it, you know, like the old joke, can it run Crisis? We don't really have games like that. Like the, no. the most popular games run on a friggin' Chromebook. Because they found out that it's more pro- profitable to be able to run on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and great graphics don't make a great game. No. No. I think people started to realize that. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, there's so many examples of not good graphics, but amazing game. Yeah. All right. All right, next Uh, up. Next question from Zap. So this is a bit of a correction on something we were talking about last week. In the last episode, you mentioned Wario and Waluigi. Wario is, in fact, Evil Mario and debuted in his own game, Wario Land, on the Virtual Boy. Oh, that was a long time ago. The Wa prefix is Japanese for bad. I feel like I knew that. Uh, Waluigi is Luigi's rival and not related to Wario and made his debut in Mario Tennis. He also he is also the only non-enemy character in a Mario game not to appear in a mainline Mario game. Hmm. Mario facts. Well, thanks for all that. Kind of weird. I feel like they would have been, both of them would have been introduced into in a the same game, and it would have been like some, you know, Bizarro. Yeah. Well, if you come out with Wario, then I mean, Waluigi seems like yeah. a logical place to go. Where's yeah. the Where's the Wa Yoshi? The Wa Yoshi. <laughs> um, oh, he also adds. With all that being said, Woshi. fuck Mary or kill. Uh, Wario, Waluigi, and Yoshi. Ew. I mean, I mean, if I had, I mean, these, this is not a, this is not what I want, <laughs> but I had to. I definitely fucked the Yoshi, right? Because like, what's going on there, right? It's got right? a long Anybody? tongue. Anybody? Right? <laughs> it's uh, got that extendo neck, man. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I probably marry uh, Waluigi. I mean, the other one's rather rotund. <laughs> Everybody behold Leslie, my wife, and she's gone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, But no, uh, I'm going to go, you know, I want those love handles. I got to get, you know, I got to get fuck, uh, what's his name, Wario. Uh, I got to kill Yoshi because he's fucked me over in Mario Kart too many times and marry Waluigi because he seems supportive. Waluigi seems to be the pick for the marriage. 
Bobby, where are you? Yeah, at? man. Uh, someone yeah, get some, I'll, I'll someone get some fan art of Waluigi, Waluigi and Bobby walking away. <laughs> uh, all right. Morconius has a very long. Jesus Christ, question. dude. Dude, was it a Holy goddamn essay? Shit. You uh, know what? No. We're just, just no. That's well, the question is at the end. Okay. So basically, <laughs> he, he talks about sleeping dogs. Now, the game came out in 2014, but it peaked in concurrent users in 2017. Um, and then it went back up again after that. Uh, so he is talking about, or his question is, why don't we develop a DLG titty video game that will exist on Steam forever and constantly give us cash flow? So he's saying that um, the PC is a viable platform because look at Sleeping Dogs. It comes out in 2014, but doesn't peak until three years later. So over time, they're actually making quite a bit of money. It definitely happens. Uh, it doesn't. It's the exception. Some, not the, some other ones. Yeah, it's the exception, not the rule. I mean, uh, No Man's Sky had a resurgence. Um, uh, well, what's rainbows. interesting about Sleeping Dogs is it's not a, a service. It's not a, a game as a service. It's it, it didn't get better. It just yeah, it, it didn't have a huge patch update or yeah. anything like that. It just all of a sudden, I, I really wonder why it had that spike in popularity. It must <laughs> maybe have been one day we'll just get popular, dude. Without in, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Um, but I, it must have been like a streamer playing it. Christian, that's not terrible. Wait till I uh, draw you uh, fucking him, dude. It's oh, okay. <laughs> he, dude, uh, that Yoshi's dummy thick. As the kids say. <laughs> He's right. He's doing pornographic Yoshi. It's rule 34 over here, guys. Just so you know what's going There's on. There's a sadness in the eyes. <laughs> he knows he's gonna get fucked. <laughs> he was he was expecting Bobby, but he got Emilio, and he knows it's not gonna be gentle. He doesn't even have orifices, and he knows he's gonna get fucked. Oh well. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, one more question, and that is from JP Diddy. He says, "World War Three begins and ends with a global EMP. Not only do we lose Bobby, but every other electronic <laughs> device computer is fried, effectively setting us back to the Stone Age of gaming. From the ashes of humanity's technological peak, like the Phoenix DLG rises as the game as the gaming company of the new world. What games do you start with, and how do you evolve your industry?" Jesus Christ. Hashtag Doomscar. That's the uh, that's the reset button in Magic the Gathering. Because uh, I it yeah I Doomscarred him pretty bad a few times. Uh, besides that, uh, man, what a setup, huh? Yeah, that is, man. We should have a we should have like a you know how we have like the DLG Emmys or whatever the fuck we have at the end of the year. It's like the the game of the year show. I feel like we should have like a listener question of the year. And that is the fucking current runner right now. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh man. I'm going to go with, yeah. I mean, if we're really trying to restart for humanity, uh, <laughs> there'd probably be educational games on like how to hunt and fish math and all blasters. that stuff. Yeah. Math blasters. <laughs> it's just number crunchers. It'd be what like, are you going to do with that? <laughs> because, no, not number crunch, but like, you know, like Oregon Trail, like Oregon ra Trail, ration, hunt, like those are the important things. Unfor I, I know that's the answer disparity. you're going for, but if we we're trying to kickstart society, um, I don't know if Oregon Trail is going to help them. Maybe I smash the video games, dude. Like maybe it's time to go out there and go hunt 
like get to work. <laughs> I'm amazed uh, you didn't say. I'm actually floored that you didn't say porn or anything pornographic or disgusting. You were like, yeah, let's educate people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, isn't that sad in some way or another <laughs> that you're expecting uh, we could to take just that opportunity to ban uh, ban like MOBAs and MMOs there you go Jeez. never again <laughs> never again uh, Nick you got anything uh, I'm gonna go like man I think I would introduce a game that would like you said like that would that would educate people. Is that Oregon trail? I don't think so. I don't think it is either. It was like, uh, I was making an example. Um, but I don't know, man, like what graphic level are we able to operate? Like, do we just choose any game in existence that we can currently pitch? Well, I feel like there's no electricity. So we're playing with rocks. We're playing with fucking rocks here. You know, this Uh, reminds me of a movie, uh, about a post-apocalyptic future with, violent street gangs that settled their disputes with dance dance revolution. It's mm. called the FP and it's pretty ridiculous. Somebody, Oh, is it Bobby? <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know why I had to tag that on. I mentioned that game on the podcast a long time ago. And one of our listeners told me like, Oh my God, I love that movie. I, wow. so I, people have seen it out there, but yeah. Um, Wow, Chris. Yeah, that's a masterpiece, man. Is that his saddle or his red asshole? I, I, I'm trying to... Saddle? Why would his yeah, asshole be above his tail? He's your day, man. It's whatever, uh, <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. Yoshi wears shoes. He did? He yeah. wore shoes? Yeah. Oh, he did. He had like sneakers, like white sneakers, right? Yeah, he does have shoes. Okay. Well, not brown shoes. Yeah. So just to Sorry, recap... they were white when I bought them. We're tail spinning here, guys. Uh, just to recap, um, our on the radar was Aliens Fire Team, uh, Twelve Minutes, Psychonauts Two, Tetris Effect Connected, Road Six Ninety Six. Uh, our game of the weeks was uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Don't play it. The and then uh, our highlights were. The meaning of the word revenge. Oh, no, it was Magic the Gathering. Uh, Team Fortress 2, Bloodroot, Diablo Diablo 2, Resurrected, uh, Free Guy, and Honey Heist. Right. Oh, Honey Heist is free, by the way. It's just a PDF in case anybody wants to play it with their friends. So what's everybody playing next week? Uh, so I bought Shield Wall, so hopefully some of that. And then hopefully some Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2, I think I'm going to play some 12 minutes with Leslie. Um, I want to pick up, as weird as it sounds, Hunt Showdown. Um, I watched a YouTube video, like a recent review of it, like what, you know, how it is in 2021. And I, you know, I just want to set some people on fire, but, and throw some bees. But Nick, so. we, we played the, oh, you mean you just want to play it, not buy it, right? Yeah, I want to, I want to yeah. play it again. Yeah, not yeah, with me though. Yeah, I don't know. If you guys want to play, I'll play with you guys. <laughs> I don't know if I'm good enough for that game. Bobby, you are. You're good enough for any game, okay? We love you. My first-person shooter skills are pretty garbage these days. Bro, what did you say you were bad at the other day, and you just ended up doing really good? Fuck. It was, no, it's it's that game where you, like, you go underground and you're a prisoner. What's that game called? Oh. You go underground. You show up in a gimp suit, and you're fighting all these weird things with tentacles. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Descent? No. You don't remember I'm so the four player co op, Nick? 
that four one? player co op. Yeah, you go underground. You're a prisoner. You, they you, shoot you in with a fucking. Oh, um, I never remember. Oh, get the fuck get out. The, yeah, GTFO. GTFO. Yeah, no, that game. That game was awesome. Like, and you did it great. I was like, what the fuck? Like, Bobby's like, there's a guy over here. That's there's a guy like over a there, and then they're dead. And then, and then we play fucking Vermintide, and you kill, you kick ass there, Bobby. Your, your first person shooter skills are there. Okay, no, it's not, not the first person. He's a tactician. He's in the right place <laughs> at the right time, and he's directing traffic correctly. And, that, and that's, that's invaluable. Right. Yeah, I'll um, be the guns. There's a you role like that, and Bobby can be the, can be the tactician. <laughs> All right. Well, I think um, I would really like to get because uh, Friday has been like the gaming day consistently, although I missed it this Friday. But I'd really like to get like some sort of RPG going with the Friday crew or mm. maybe Stardew Valley. I really want to get back Ooh. to that game. Yeah, uh, I'll be down for an RPG, possibly. Uh, maybe. So. Uh, I mean, the, the pirate game. Uh, sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to go on sale, and I'm saving up my Steam bucks. Game Pass. Also, the game we're playing next week is on Game Pass. Uh, Just do it, Bobby. Just do it. Oh, by the way, if I think if you sign up for Crunchyroll, I guess that's not your thing. Crunchy, no. You get three months. <laughs> you get three months of Game Pass for free. So I think it's like. Yeah. If you sign up for Crunchyroll, something that doesn't uh, apply to Bobby. What I'm saying really is, awesome. like, for ten bucks, you get three months for free. So. <laughs> Bobby's maybe seen the yeah. total anime like one episode. Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen an anime once. If anybody has some Game Pass free passes, send them to Bobby because it's just not going to happen, guys. I get them and then I have them and I don't really use them. Yeah, but you would because it's a game of the fucking week next week. All right. Uh, uh, speaking for Bobby, uh, Chris, uh, Nick, and myself, shit, I, uh, psychotic tits, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bobby, get Game Pass. Look, Kingsley Beard said it. <laughs> do it. Do it now. Get to do the chopper. Yikes. <laughs>